Hey, love, welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela V. Fuller, Master Hairstylist turned Certified Life Coach. Today, we have another juicy episode lined up for you because you know I love to bring it and I'm not bringing a dry information. I'm not going to bring ever, 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 never, ever bring a dry episode. So today we have a juicy episode lined up for you and I think you're going to get something from it. I know at least I did in preparing for it. But before we dive in, you know, we always have a pop question and the pop question always gives you something to think about because it leads into the episode. So it just keeps you on your P's and Q's, always listening, always thinking, always finding, trying to find a way to make it all make sense. So here we go. So my pop question today is, what holds you back from sharing your expertise? What holds you back from sharing your expertise? Because so many times we find ourselves, I know at least I do, I find myself gathering information. I I sometimes have to wonder if I'm a information junkie. You know, I'll I'll be the first to admit. Because There are times I gather information through courses. I I take a course. Then immediately after that course is over, I let the information kind of just sit with me a little bit. And then I'll go online or I'll listen to a podcast or I'll I'll see somebody advertising something. And I say, hmm, that sounds interesting. That will add to the course I just took. And I take another course. Or I'll hear about a seminar. I want to go to that seminar. I'll jump on that seminar. I hear about this masterclass. I hear about this webinar. And next thing you know, within a span of two months, I've taken a course. I've taken a masterclass. I've taken a challenge. And before you know it, it's so much information that I can't, I struggle with just putting it all together to help it make sense to, to teach it. And so what do I do? I take another course that will help me, so I think, teach me how to teach the course that I just took. And so next thing I know, I'm doing nothing. I've gathered all this information, but no action is taking on it. And I had to think about that thing for a second. And I went so far back as to, I remember when I was very, very, very young. I, being the youngest person of 10 children, the youngest child of 10, I always felt like I had to fight so hard to, so my brothers and sisters can hear my voice. I had to work really hard to get them to listen, get them to hear me, get them to to move on what I was saying. And so what I did to compensate for being the youngest, I I would read books. I would <laughs> nobody knows about this, I'm sure, but encyclopedias. That's that's an episode for another day. I'd read all the encyclopedias that my mom had had bought us. I would 
watch TV, even as a young person, I would look at documentaries because I figured if I knew a lot, if I, if I knew a lot about a lot of things, I felt like I wouldn't have had to fight so hard for me to have a voice. And so what I did, I remember there was a time when I would listen for hours on different um, motivational tapes, on different self-taught tapes, on all sorts of stuff. And then I would work really hard on breaking this information down to try and make it so simple that even a child would understand. So when I give it a little thought, I realize that for most of my life, my childhood, my teenage, my young adult, I have fought really hard not to be misunderstood. First of all, to be heard. And after being heard, not to be misunderstood. So I figured if I gathered all this information, if I knew a lot about a lot, then the chances of be of me being misunderstood or the chances of someone not wanting to hear what I had to say was slim. And now here I find myself as a full-fledged 61-year-old adult still in that habit of gathering information, feeling like the expert, feeling like I could teach a thing, but yet still failing to act on it, failing to take action. And I know, I know I'm not the only one with this, with this problem. I know there are many of you listening, or if you're watching on YouTube, who feel the same way. And I know that it's been holding you back because guess what? It's held me back. It's held me back from putting my expertise out into the world. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, this has got to stop. And the thing is, I know for all you entrepreneurs out there, I know you struggle with this too, because when we are entrepreneurs, a lot of times, especially small businesses, we are solopreneurs, meaning we, we run the entire gamut of the business from A to Z. We have to know information. We have to know this information because we don't always have the revenue to pay someone else. So we find ourselves doing it ourselves, trying to make something work, doing it ourselves to try to get people to understand where we're coming from. And especially um, as a hairstylist over the past 30 plus years, my clients, they depend on me for answers. They depend on me for information far beyond hair. It goes deeper uh, beyond their hair. And, and with my transformation life coach certification, of course, I get bombarded with question. Of course, I get bombarded with, with, uh, concerns that they have and that they're looking for answers. They're looking for someone to help them figure their life out. And so with all this expertise that I have and that many of you have out there, why in the world aren't we putting our 
expertise out into the world in the form of some kind of package, in the form of some kind of course, in the form of some type of masterclass. I think it's because we are afraid of being imperfect. I think along with being an information junkie, we struggle with perfectionism. And I I can't tell you enough times that perfection does not exist. It doesn't exist for you and it doesn't exist for me. We have got to find a way, y'all, to take all that we know, to sit ourselves down in a chair, to sit ourselves down at a computer and get all this information in an organized outline way We've got to be able to get it out of our heads and into our fingers for typing or out of our mouths in a way that we trust ourselves. Now, I'm not saying that's easy because I know habits are hard to break. I'll be the first to say it. But until we like, if you go back and listen to the, um, the last episode, I talked about being okay, giving yourself permission to be a C student. Go back and listen to that episode. We have got to truly act on that episode. It's okay to be a C student. If you are a person who is a perfectionist, let me tell you something. How about perfect not being a perfectionist? How about we go to work on not being so perfect? so that we can really find a way, the right way through trial and error of improving something that we need, that we feel needs to be um, improved upon. Because there's nothing wrong with wanting something to be the best that it could be. But the only way for it to be the best that it can be is for us to get feedback and for us to get opinions from the very same people who are looking to us for answers. And another thing I have learned to do that has made it easier for me to put my expertise out into the world is I try not to make it about me. I was listening to this analogy the other day. I think it was David Shands from uh, social proof podcast. It was either from his social proof podcast or from his morning meetup group. And he was talking about something that he read about if you were a person in a town that, and that town was experiencing a drought and you were the only person in that town with water, would you Would you try and keep that water? You had an unending supply of water whereby the rest of the town was experiencing a drought. Would you keep that water to yourself? What, why wouldn't you take that water, bottle it in a certain way and monetize it at a, at a price in which the town could afford? Because nobody said the town was living in scarcity in terms of, um, In terms of money, the town just, there was a drought. So why wouldn't you take the water that you have 
monetize it in such a way where the people who needed that water could get it. It's the same thing with the information or the expertise that you may have within you, the knowledge you have within you, the gifts that you have within you. Someone needs it. And it's selfish of us to hold back when there are people who are willing to pay for what we have so that their lives can be better. And when I looked at it that way, it made me feel less um, less selfish, less afraid, less... It made me not to no longer make it about me, but make it about the person who is in need of what I have. Because what I have is what they need to change their lives, to improve their lives, to make their life richer, to to add more meaning and value to their lives. So the next time you think about holding back, because you feel like you're not ready, because you feel like what you have is not good enough, remember the town that was experiencing a drought. And you are the person who have the water to make your neighbor's lives better. What are you going to do? I challenge you to look beyond your fears, to look beyond your Uh, personal limiting beliefs to look beyond your uh, desire to be perfect, to look beyond that voice that second guessed you and just jump, just get out there and put it out there and see what happens. Because I'm going to tell you something, the people that it's made for, they'll be the first to tell you, on how you can improve it, improve it, on how you can make it better for them. Okay? So enough of this waiting, enough of sitting on our gifts, enough of sitting on our talents. Let's get out there. Let's put it out there as is and make improvements as we go. Okay? I'll talk to you soon. Bye! Mwah.